Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I could not be more excited about this collab that we are doing with Hannah Burner from Burning in Hell. Did I get that right? Burning in Hell. Burning in Hell. So Hannah is here. What up, Hannah? I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. And we just recorded a podcast episode of Burning in Hell, which you need to go look for right now. And we talked about my demons, which was not super exciting Shit for me. Shit got dark. Shit got dark. Um, when you talked about death, that one really got me. You know what? I can't talk about demons without talking about death. You know, like they <laughs> go hand in hand. Like demons come from hell. You're dark, but I love dark people because yeah. they make me happy. Makes, Good. Makes me feel less alone. Good. In this totally. dark world. I love that. Yeah. Um, I couldn't agree more. I think that darkness brings light. You know, it, like it all comes full circle. It's like that dating app. I heard that it connects people who hate the same things. That's a real dating app. Truly bonding. What is it called? I don't know, but if it's not out there, I should probably get to it. Absolutely. I just need to meet a guy. Oh who my can god! Make, make it called Burning in in Heaven. <laughs> burning but match made in heaven. It's true. I love talking shit. Yeah, but not to everyone because I want to look like a good person to most people. Right. But right. With my significant other, I want to be right. like Caitlyn is so fucking annoying. Right. Well, before we get into Caitlyn, sorry, which we will. Let's learn about you. Mm -hmm. Let's have the listeners hear about Hannah. So how old are you and where are you from? I am 27 years of age. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Love it. Park Slope. Very cool. My family was there for a while. It was a great place to grow up. Mm -hmm. Brownstones. I try to explain it like stoop kid was kind of like at Arnold. That was my aesthetic. For sure. Growing up. And I was a tennis player since the age of seven. So I started playing. Thank you. I started playing. I do grunt when I play, if anyone's wondering. Serena. Yeah. I'm not really into Serena right now. She's kind of a lot. She did a bad thing. She did some bad things, but she's a great um, role model Mm -hmm. to an extent. Mm -hmm. I started playing national tournaments and then I went and lived in Florida for two years in high school. I did online schooling. Don't recommend that. Mm -hmm. Not great for learning. Totally. But I was matured quickly by being in Florida and then I came back to New York City my junior year because I was kind of burnt out and I played for the boys' tennis team on the Upper Very West Side, cool. which was fun. Very there was cool. some drama. And then I went to university. Why? Because they were jealous that you were a girl? Some, some coaches were like, this isn't fair mm. that there's a girl on your team. But we didn't have, um, they said it's like a lose-lose to play against me. Wow. But I was like, 
for me, I was an internationally ranked tennis player playing against a high school level guy player. Right. And I'm like, I work harder than you and I'm better than you. Yeah. But they were like, this isn't fair. I'm like, it's not a physical sport. Yeah, Let me play. That. And legally, because my school didn't have a, a girls tennis team, I had to have the, be able to try out for the boys team and I right. made it. So that you. was cool. I learned from that. That's very cool. And then I went to University of Wisconsin where I played tennis. Love it. And then came back to New York City and I did sales, marketing, realized they were soul sucking. And I became a video producer. Love so it. I worked for Betches for two years making funny videos. And most recently, I am out on my own. Congratulations. Creating Welcome shit. to the world of entrepreneurship. I'm so excited. So scary. We're but happy fun. to have you. Thank you. Was and that good? Was that good? That recap? was really good. Okay, I thank feel you. like I know so much. I want to um, make sure I didn't lose you at any point. No, not at all. So, Hannah, what is your zodiac sign? I'm a Leo. Rar. Love it. <laughs> if you just listened to our part one, you know that I'm lying because I already know Hannah's Zodiac You're sign. You're so sneaky. But if you didn't listen to part one, honestly, that's really rude. But I guess <laughs> you don't think I'm a liar. So it's like it goes hand in hand, you know? So you're a Leo and you're 27, mm-hmm. living in the city. Mm-hmm. And what is your current relationship status? I just broke up with a sexy 6'6 British man. Oh, why would you do that? I think I dated him because I got out of a relationship with a comedian that mm. fucked me up. Horrible. Horrible. Never dated a whole a year of therapy. Yeah. And I was feeling pretty broke after it. Mm. And he was the person who didn't remind me of my ex at all. You know, right. everything triggers you. You're mm-hmm. like, my ex used to drink water. I can't yeah. drink water. Yeah, literally. So he was this like foreign guy and he was fun and mm. he was tall. And I'm like, I any guy who's tall, I'm in. Because you are 5'7". I'm 5'7". Five five seven, seven. But I Same. think as a, cute. cute, it's a good height. Great height. But as a tennis player, I have insecurities that I'm like, athletic and masculine. Mm. So I like a big man to make me feel dainty because I'm like strong, not that dainty. I want to feel like he could throw me. Yeah. In a like non-violent way. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, So I dated him and then I realized like a year into it that it was a rebound for me Mm. and he was an amazing person, but I didn't feel it in my heart that he was my person. And I'm 27. Right. So, so I, around. I let it go, but it's hard to break up because he was like, why are you breaking up? We get along so well. Mm. So it was, it's taken a while. You can always revisit it sounds like. Yeah, but I feel like if I want to make space to meet someone new, right, you have you to cut it off with the old. What was the most recent one sign? Sagittarius. Ah, that's a good match for you. We were good. Ooh. We were good. And what about the one before the asshole comedian? He wasn't an asshole because he might listen to this. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> a really cool comedian. <laughs> he was. He he just had um, comedian issues that right. I I was I thought because he was like, successful that right. it meant he didn't have those like fucked up comedian issues. Right. But um, it do. actually means they're probably worse. Yeah. Because they like mm-hmm. need comedy. Like they're nothing without it. Nothing. He was a cancer, so okay. terrible. And cancers love their home. They do. And he had kind of a broken home. So I feel like he was like a corrupted cancer. For sure. So, okay. So those were their signs. And where are you meeting the guys that you date? Are you on any dating apps? So I'm on Hinge, Bumble. Am I allowed to say Raya? Yeah, you are. Okay, I am on Raya. We don't love it though. 
Am I allowed to talk about it? They're going to kick me off. No, they're not going to kick you off. Um, I've literally said the most horrific things about it. Okay. And they never Raya kick me off. is, from the girl's perspective, it's a lot of like artsy creative dudes mm-hmm. who are like skinny. Photographers. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of like skinny artsy hipster dudes that mm-hmm. like think they're cooler than they are. Yep. And I went on it to for the athletes and I've gotten like like one and there's even that and they like travel and professional athletes are the worst and they all have CTE right. so every athlete that I matched with on Raya had a wife and a oh, kid on the way my god and I was just like why it's like any other app except I'd argue if you like bros like stay on Bumble and Hinge yeah <laughs> it's not bro yeah but I'm still figuring out what kind of guy I'm into and I think I'm going through a crazy career trans- transition right now where I have a lot of stuff going on for myself and I'm kind of over trying right now. I think that's when you meet the person. Everyone says that. It's true. Well, the thing is, I've been dating since I'm 20 years old and I'm 27. So I've had basically four relationships back to back to back. And I'm kind of sick of it. Like I it's fun to be single for a little while. Yeah. I don't really care to get emotionally involved with someone right now. And I totally and I, girls are rarely in this position, but it's like I went on a date the other day and the guy was really good looking and funny, but I didn't like feel it. And I'm like, I don't even want to get involved in this. Yeah. So I'm focusing on myself. I think that's great. And I think that it's like the last probably time in your life that you'll be able to do that, you know, because then you're going to find someone and be together for the rest of your life. I think when I talk to my friends who are married or in a relationship, which Mm. are the friends you should take advice from, stop getting advice from your silly single friends. Facts. This is all I do. So they're kind of like in their position. They're like, I'm fucking the same dude for the rest of my life. For so sure. like have fun. Right. They're like, please have fun for me. <laughs> for me. And I tell me all your shitty dating stories. through you. Yeah. I have a really um, fucked up dating story if you want to hear it. Yep. Let's hear it. So three weeks ago, I went on a date with a former football player, mm. which is not great. But I was going through this. I like to objectify men. They objectify women. Agreed. I think it's empowering to be like, yeah. I only mess with dudes six, two and up. Mm. Have I dated shorter guys? Yes. But do I think it's funny to joke about? Yes. I think it's empowering and silly because men have so many things that they like objectify us for. So if height's the one thing I can use, like let me have fun with it. Right. So he was six, seven. So he's a monster. Wow. True monster. Mm -hmm. Light eyes, very handsome. We, I meet him for the date and there are a couple red flags. One is he's dropping like that he's wealthy, like, oh, my parents have a place in Psychoponic and two tennis courts and, oh, my new studio oh. is this big. And Name I'm like— dropping is disgusting. I hate it. So I'm already like, this sucks, but you're tall, so I'll let it slide. Right. Then he asked me about, like, he said he used to party a lot, but not anymore. So innocent me is thinking, like, oh, that's cute. You know, I don't really like to party too hard anymore either. But I realized he was asking me that to like see if I still party mm. in a way that like he definitely still parties. Oh, for sure. This is Sunday at eight. How old is this guy? 29. Okay. So then I have a friend who bartends at a bar near us. And I was like, it's Sunday at eight. I'm like, let's grab one drink with my friend. He goes, sure. I have to pick up my jewel at my apartment. That's strike three. Oh, <laughs> like, first of all, buy another jewel if you're so rich. <laughs> if you're so rich. Um, red flag number four, his apartment was right next door. So clearly this is the place he had plans. that he brings all his women. So I walk upstairs and immediately there wasn't a moment of like awkwardness. Like, should we kiss? 
let's make eye contact maybe. He mm. just like went in tongue first. And I didn't like, I didn't like that, but I also didn't like his pheromones. You know when <laughs> sounds lame, but he didn't smell bad. I just like my pheromones were not loving his pheromones. Like I just sure. didn't like how he tasted. For sure. Then he picks me up, which was fun. I'm like, yeah, it's like King Kong. And he puts me down and he's like, I'll be right back. Sunday at 8 p.m. Remember. He comes back, he lifts my shirt up, puts his head down to my chest, and snorts cocaine off my tit. You're kidding me. And this is one of those moments that like I didn't see it coming. I did not see it coming. I'm literally in shock. You it's didn't feel over. the coke put it being put I mean, like, on I, he kind of, like, did it, like, yeah. pretty quick, and I wasn't looking for it. So I'm in shock mode at this point, and then he's like, I want to show you something. So this is starting to get, like, horror filmy, where you're like, don't go. And I'm like, okay, what's what are you showing me? Right. I go to the closet, and he takes out a box, and there's, like, handcuffs and whips. And I'm like, check, please. This is cool. But I'm in a... This is the thing. You're in a funny rapport with him. Right. So it's hard to go from funny to like, this is fucked up. So nicely, I was like, let's get out of here. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And he's like, I'm coming with you. Then on the walk, he starts talking about Trump, which like, regardless of your political views, like, let's not. Right. And then we get to the bar. My friend's kind of like, he's cute. And I'm like, no, no, no. So he ends up leaving eventually. And that morning, he sends me a text message of a porn website while I'm at work. To which I immediately delete. And then he writes, sorry, wrong text. You're kidding. So dating online is hard. That is insane. It's one of those that like was Was it at least a good porn website? Oh, I didn't. I like wasn't shocked because I was at work and immediately was like, get this off my computer. Um, Yeah. Dudes are crazy. Especially these professional, former professional athletes. He like played for the Giants or some shit. They don't understand things. Holy shit. That is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Backing up a little to objectifying <laughs> objectifying men. Yeah. I actually did a poll question recently, like, is asking... Oh, no, I was like, I forgot what it was, but it had to do with men's height, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, is it okay to ask a man's height before going out on a date with them? So I think that it's such an awkward thing. It's, so, it's important to me, but I don't do it because I don't want... I have ways of like looking at their photos and finding and out. finding out. Like mm-hmm. if you do your research, you can find out. But recently, I think dating apps saw that this was an issue because height is very important sometimes to two yeah. people. So they're like Hinge and Bumble now are giving you options to put your height. Oh, Bumble gives an Bumble just started because it's an important thing. Right. And like you don't want to be put in that position where you're getting along and then you ask their height and then it's like, ah, sorry. Right. Well, this guy who is obviously short, Mm -hmm. DM'd me as a response. And he was like, asking a guy his height is the same thing as asking a girl her weight. No, it's not. This is the thing. You can see how big our boobs are and how big our butt is. Right. I can't see how tall you are. Right. These are all like shallow shit. do boobs and butt size have to do with your weight? They do to an extent. Mm -hmm. So like he can still see if you're like, bigger or smaller, whatever size he prefers. Right. So but he, yeah. in his defense, like guys make each other, just playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. here, like guys make themselves look taller on dating apps. Mm-hmm. Like we make ourselves look skinnier on mm-hmm. dating apps. Mm-hmm. I do think it's similar, but asking asking for weight is weird because for example, I'm 5'7 and I weigh 140. Like right. I'm a lot of muscle. <laughs> right. So like it's, it's like 
height is a visual thing and, right. and your body's a visual thing. Right. So I would argue that that it's rude to ask weight and it's not rude to ask height. Yeah, I agree. Do you see that? I agree. I try I to, do I don't know that. if I explained that well, but no, I, I do. that's why when see. I say objectifying men, it's like they can see everything of ours. It's not like I'm right. asking your dick size. Like, I just want to know if you're like what your height is. For sure. I just want to know if like I can carry you around the block or not. Right. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Guys, I hope you're really loving this episode with Hannah. She's fucking hysterical and she's just like such a confident boss bitch. But I needed to pop in to tell you about my new favorite obsession, which is joybird.com, J-O-Y-B-I-R-D.com. We are killing two birds with one stone in this episode, talking about my favorite bird websites, Joybird and Scentbird, which we'll get to. But the reason I love Joybird so much is because all the furniture is handmade. They can offer a 365-day home trial for all of this furniture that you can order. You could return if you don't like it. It ships in three days usually or like even sooner. And I am obsessed specifically with this Helmsworth bed frame. I'm moving and I need a new bed frame and I need all this new shit and Joybird really just hooks it up. And as a result, I want to hook you guys up with 25% off your first order. All you have to do is go to joybird.com slash Acme and use the code ACME and you will receive 25% off your first order. It's incredible. All of this stuff. It's like a dream come true. I'm obsessed with the sofas and the coffee tables and all the decor that they have in here, the amazing throws, the wallpaper. I mean, it's everything that you could ever want. This trapper throw is gorgeous. Just get involved and uh, let me know what you think. Slide into my DMs if you have any questions. Joybird.com and use Acme as the promo code. All right, back to Hannah. What would you say is the best part about being in a relationship versus the best part about being single now that you're on the other end? That's a great question. The best part about being in a relationship is the moments when you want to get affection. Mm. It's the moments where you want to vent about something and have someone on your side. It's the moments where you want to dress up and have someone by your side. That like Mm. kind of support system Mm. where when you're single... That's why I think when you're single, you have so many more girlfriends. And what's great about being single is you have, yeah, you have more friends and you have more space to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you're in not a good place, you don't want to be alone with yourself. But if you're in a good place, being single is a beautiful thing. And you're not depending on other people for happiness and you're just enjoying like life as it is. And Mm -hmm. then when you do meet someone, I guess that affection is just a cherry on top. I love that answer. What is your advice to people listening who are also going through a breakup or are recently single, like kind of struggling to make sense of it all and kind of like get over that person? I went through a really hard breakup where I started to question like who I am because I got lost in it a little Mm. and I started to lose some self-confidence. My biggest thing is to remember what you were like as a kid. And remember, like before hormones came in and puberty, what you were passionate about. 
Like, were you creative? Did you like playing sports? Go back to the things that as you were a kid made you excited and start doing that as an adult and reconnect with that like pure self of yours that wasn't conflicted with like egos and, you know, whether guys like you or not, whether you feel pretty or not, like go back to that core of who you are. And that's where the happiness is. That's a really good, good one. Thank you. That's what I tried to do. Like work got me through Mm. bad breakups. And then through work, I regained my self-confidence. I really like that. I'm going to steal a tiny bit of burning in hell material from you. I love that. I really liked your, the little tidbit of darkness. And I guess my question to you is what are your insecurities as someone who is, you know, beautiful and funny and interesting and, you know, seems to be very confident. What is something that you feel not necessarily insecure about, but that you, you know, wish you could be better at or something? That's a great question. I feel like, well, my biggest fear is kind of choosing the wrong person Mm. and not listening to my intuition and being with the right person because my parents have been together for 35 plus years or whatever, and they're great. And I want that. Um, But my insecurities come with, I was raised kind of, I don't want to say without a gender, but I wasn't raised with my parents saying like, you're a pretty princess, like you're beautiful. It was more like, how am I doing with tennis? How am I doing with school? Mm. So I wasn't, I would say I was a tomboy. And through that, like through sports, I gained a lot of confidence. And I also love to make people laugh. And those mm. are two male characteristics, funniness and athleticism. Mm. So like I have an insecurity sometimes that, certain guys aren't going to like me because like I'm the one that can crack jokes and like I'm the one that like wants to play sports and I found like my best friend and guys who want to play sports with me and like keep up with my humor but then I get I'll get insecure like am I too like societally like manly Mm. and it's an insecurity that I mean I've overcome because I'm like if I'm someone's type, I'm so their type. They're like, oh, I want a girl right. who knows sports and who's funny. But if I'm not your type, like I'm not your type. But I think that's right. why I like large men. Because mm. like I always feel like <laughs> dainty and pretty. When I, but it, what's fucked up is I hope in the future that like women who are funny and women who are athletic don't feel insecure that they're being like manly. I have to say though, just like, I, I don't think that any men, at least that I've met, think that being funny is is masculine. I really don't. There is. Like, I think men love funny girls. They do. Like, think about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. She couldn't be more dainty. Maybe I'm saying dating a comedian, there was like competition in it. Oh, oh. I mean, (laughs) literally, I can speak to that more than anyone. Like, dating a comedian is terrible for your... (laughs) like sense of worth around your comedy because they will think that you are just like not on their level when the reality is you're funnier than them. Or just because you don't do comedy that's for 45-year-old white men to laugh at doesn't mean that it's not as good. 100%. Comedy is a huge umbrella of now like Twitter and social media. Totally. And I remember Vine, like that's comedy too. Right. So it's all under that. But And tons of Vine stars were women. I think guys can be intimidated by someone who's funnier than them. 
definitely intimidated. But I also think that I wouldn't argue I'm funnier than anyone. I think I have a certain sense of humor. And I like people who understand my sense of humor. Mm. But guys can get intimidated by it is what I mean. Because it's not a stereotypical female quality. Guys use humor to pick up women. For sure. So like, that's what I mean. Not that it's manly, but that it's an attribute that men use. For sure. Yeah. In flirting. No, I agree with like that. Like guys, girls always go, I want a guy that can make me laugh. And it's like, why don't you find a guy that thinks you're funny? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I hate when people say that. I and I want guys to be like, I want to find a girl that can make me laugh. Like it goes both ways. Right. I'm not, I will never be in a relationship that's just going to sit there and giggle at your shit. Well, it reminds me of this quote someone once told me, which is that girls are afraid that guys are going to murder them. And yep. guys are afraid that girls are going to laugh at them. You yeah. heard that? Yep. And it's true because like a girl who, let's say, maybe has a better sense of humor than you is probably going to laugh at you, not with you mm-hmm. if you make a shitty joke. Because mm-hmm. you know? women, when we're younger, we aren't expected to be like assertive and funny and being able to control conversations. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I love to do. Right. So it takes a certain kind of guy to be with me. And maybe that is why I'm still single because I do need to find... Kind of a unique personality. Well, what you need is what I needed, which is just a guy who's really confident, like unshakable confidence, you know, to the point where like his woman can kind of do whatever the fuck she's doing. And like he's still. And he doesn't dim your light at all. Exactly. But that's kind of hard to find. You'll find it. You think I will? I know you will. You need an Aquarius. (laughs) I'm telling you. Why was SAG not good? SAG. Um, it's not that it wasn't good. Um, it wasn't the best option. It's not bad. It's not bad. I wish there was a dating app like strictly with astology. There was there at was. one point. But, but guys probably weren't yeah, into guys that. guys would never join that. What I do like, when a guy hits on it. me who I'm not into, yeah. I'm like, what's your sign? And he immediately will act weird about that. And I'm like, Virgo. And I'll be like, sorry. we Like, even if we are compatible, I'm like, yeah. sorry, that, that's not compatible with me. So yeah. he thinks I'm crazy for believing it. Perfect. And I rejected him in a Perfect. nice way. See, that's great. Girls, do that in the bar and you will be safe. It's true. I mean, I obviously like am obsessed with astrology, but I don't even bring it up in, unless like I feel either safe with them mm-hmm. or want to freak I them out. Want to freak them out. Exactly. I love freaking people yeah. out. Same. It's amazing. <laughs> Remember how I told you guys we were killing two birds with one stone? Well, that's because I'm back to tell you about scentbird.com. S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com. I bet you can guess what it is. It is basically this incredible perfume. You pick a scent from over 450 plus designer and niche fragrances. You get a monthly supply. So a 30-day supply of this fragrance and a free case with your first order. And then you just change scents. So you never have to smell the same all the time. The brands are incredible. They've got Gucci, Burberry, Prada, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Glossier. And it's pretty much like my favorite way to smell good these days. It's It comes right to your doorstep. And it's so cute. You could fit it in your purse. I mean, you can bring it with you on a date anywhere that you want. Scentbird comes with you or you can keep it at home. There's 120 sprays in there. So it's enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. And then by the time the month is up, you get your new one. So check out scentbird.com slash Acme 
and use my code ACME, A-C-M-E, for 50% off your first month. S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash ACME. And it's cologne as well. So get on there, smell amazing, and check out Scentbird. All right, back to the episode. What is a story of like your worst date? I feel like it's hard for you to have like a really bad date. Well, the one I gave you was my like worst. Yeah, there's nothing. I did fight with a comedian two days ago. Another comedian? Oh my God. So I haven't touched a comedian's dick since that. Yeah. And then this this stand-up guy, like, I got him on Hinge, and he was, like, handsome. And I'm like, you know what? I just broke up with the British dude. I'm like, I just want to go on a date. Right. But I knew in my head, like, Hannah, bad idea. Right. First date was good. Second date, like, they're just so trying to be so witty all the time. It gets exhausting. Like, mm. how witty can we they're be? They're always doing a bit. They're always doing a bit. And, like, I could hang, but I kind of don't. You're the person I want to be able to turn off around. But anyway, towards the end, like, <laughs> so I have, like, a lot more Twitter followers than he does. And I was joking, like, I want to follow him on Twitter. And I retweeted something. And I think it triggered him for some reason. And he was like, you know, Twitter is like not comedy. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's not stand up. But like, there is a game to it. Like, there is a formula to a good tweet, like to write a good tweet that, you know, go viral. And I'm like, I wouldn't call myself a comedian, but I'm I have a marketing mindset. And I know what people like. And I know my voice. And he goes, yeah, that's kind of like cheating to me. And I'm like, I got upset. And I was like, well, you repeat the same jokes every night. And he got upset. <laughs> I'm with you. And like I was, in, the date was going well. This was like the end of the date. Like it was going well and it took a really bad turn. But Oof. I was like, I'm, I was also getting triggered from my ex. Right. So I was like putting an emotion from that. But I stayed calm and I just was like, look, comedy's an umbrella. Like I'm going about it a different way than you. And like I respect stand up, but you have to respect improv. You have to right. respect Instagram videos. Like what I do makes people laugh. Right. And he's like, I'm going to sound jealous because of your success, but I'm just saying that like stand up is the like ideal hardest comedy. And I'm like, I think I have to disagree with you. Right. And then I mean, yeah. in his defense, actually, we wouldn't know until we did stand up ourselves, which I'm sure we would crush out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and like, I think stand up comedians are incredible. Right. I just like, Emma Willman, who was on my podcast, incredible. If you have, if you haven't seen Ali Wong's stand up special, yeah, incredible. I just think that some comedians think that stand up is the end all be all of comedy, and it might be the like my. It's actually my favorite form of comedy. Right. But I just would say you can't tell other people that things aren't comedy in this day and age, where so much technology is available for people to make people laugh in all different ways. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Like you can even laugh on. Like, what was that game? Quiz Up. What is it called? Was it called HQ? Quiz HQ. <laughs> HQ Trivia. Yeah. Like, could be comedy. Yeah, it's a form of comedy. And mm-hmm. and it's funny because the date, like, I'm into him, whatever. But I told my friend, I'm like, I can't do it. So if a guy doesn't make, doesn't think my tweets are funny, he can go fuck himself. Yeah. Seriously. So I am picky. You were right. <laughs> well, you know what? Good. I think it's good to be picky. After dating the men I've dated, it's like, I've dated rich dudes. I've dated famous dudes. I've dated poor dudes. I've dated, you know, the sweetest dudes ever. Right. And like, I don't care what it is on paper. It matters how you make me feel. I love that. What do you think is the secret sauce to your parents' happy marriage? Simplicity. So they are not flashy. You don't see them going on vacations. Mm. They don't post photos together. They have like a routine that they both love. They go to work. They come home. They order Chinese food. They watch the Knicks game. And they have their cat and they like conversation with each other. They make each other laugh. And it's the most simple marriage. 
and it works. Like you just want the like bare bones of just two people who still like to hear each other talk. Like I'll like I'll be be in the bathroom and like I can hear them just like talking about shit. And I'm like, you want to be with someone you could talk with forever. Forever. It's really that simple. What are their signs? We need to know. Okay. He is a Capricorn and she's a Pisces. Oh, so cute. Is it good? Yeah, really good. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, because he's like, he's disciplined, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like kind of intense, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, he's a Capricorn Mm -hmm. and he means business. Mm -hmm. But she's like super emotionally Mm -hmm. um, in tune. Mm -hmm. And she like makes him a little bit softer in those ways, Mm -hmm. you know? I found that she's kind of the more anxious one and very, she can be emotional about stuff. But she like runs the ship Mm. and he lets her. Mm. And then he calms her down. Like she'll be like freaking out about traffic. And he's like, we're good. Right. It's a mutual, it's a mutual respect thing. Yeah. I think it's also really important that whoever you end up with and like whoever you choose as a partner can call you out on your shit. Yes. Like that's probably number one importance. And because oh, there's so many people that I can bully. Like, yeah. you know, you see a guy and you're like, I'm going to bully the shit out of you and for you're sure. not going to stand up for yourself. Yeah. That's, or you're not even going to know I'm bullying yeah. you. Yeah. And so you'll like, just be like, I want uh-huh. someone who calls me out because I will bullshit you as yeah. long as I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my parents also are great at confrontation mm-hmm. as in they have a way they fight. My dad will piss, well. piss my mom off. He'll be a little stubborn and won't apologize immediately. She'll let him know he pissed her off. And then you have to wait a little bit and then he's going to go up to her and apologize. That's so how every fight goes. It lasts a couple hours. And it always works. And also very early on, my dad has sisters who he would like fight with like any family. Mm. And he could be a sarcastic asshole sometimes right. like, like anyone can. And my mom said two months in, he like snipped at her a little. And she looks at him and she said, don't you ever talk to me like you talk to your sisters. And since that day, he's never spoken rude to her. I could cry. And she put her foot down and she basically was yeah. like, if you want this to work, I'm not your sister. Boundaries and self-respect. And you lay that down in the beginning and then they respect you forever. And that's why with my friends, they'll tell me like a fight they had with their boyfriend. And I said, you need to tell him. If he speaks to you like that, it's done. Right. Mainly because you don't want to be with someone who ever speaks to you yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. I actually remember in a relationship I was in, they called me a bitch once, like in the beginning. Nope. And nope. I was like, you will never call me a bitch again. Like you can literally call me a cunt, but you can't call me a bitch. I don't know. It was just like, that was so triggering, so, you know? And what sucks with like the British guy, he would say cunt and it was really cute. He's like, cunt, mm. cunt. Yeah, no, when, when I they're say, British, it's different. Yeah, and when I say cunt, my friends were like, can you not say that word? <laughs> it Hilarious. sounds like disgusting when it's I say like, it. It's like, it's <laughs> it's so common in the British thing. It's like he would lingo. use it all the time it's and like, I'd hello. say it and everyone was like, that's disgusting. Please don't yeah, do that. No, and like, but somehow they get away with it with their accent. Yeah. Guys, I just need you to know that Lola has been so good to me. This company, it's basically it's a modern approach to feminine care and you can order a subscription. So you get either tampons, pads, liners or wipes for your subscription. Personally, the wipes have been so good to me. I use them every time after sex. So does my boyfriend. They just like totally make you new and refreshed. And it's the perfect situation. You don't have to get all these like tissues and waste all this shit. You just use a wipe. And basically what you do is you select your shipment. You can cancel, skip an order or modify your subscription every single time. And 
It's really, really awesome. The products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics. Like you just use it and you don't have to feel weird about it. It just, it makes your life much easier. And I'm telling you, the cleansing wipes are my life. And with every purchase, they donate to homeless shelters across the US. So you're also doing good when you order or subscribe to mylola.com and you enter ACME, A-C-M-E, you'll get 40% off all subscriptions. So I really think you should check it out. 40% off all subscriptions by visiting mylola.com and entering the promo code ACME. The only place that you'll hear that is by listening to this podcast. So I highly suggest that you use it before the offer is gone. It's, you know, Lola has been amazing for me. They've got great tampons, great wipes. Really suggest you check it out. All right. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Okay. So tell me, since we're wrapping up Mm -hmm. Unforge, Mm -hmm. tell me a quote or like a phrase or kind of piece of advice that you were told or that you like to tell people that helps when it comes to relationships, when it comes to life, kind of anything just to leave on like a here's my wisdom or what I've learned. I love that. This is my favorite quote, (laughs) and it's a sports reference, but you guys look at it. Even when it's raining, the hoop is always there. Mm. So being from Brooklyn, I like those basketball quotes, but the point is like, even when you just see rain and like you're depressed or you're dark or you feel helpless or you feel single and hopeless and there's no one there, the hoop is always there. You could still score. Like you can. In some way. It's like the next day you can meet someone mm-hmm. or like just when it's it seems dark and helpless, it's not. Don't give up. Also, you can only go up from there usually. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the truth is you can't see the future in that moment. Right. And you just can get dark in your own head. Mm-hmm. And I think hope is the one thing that gets you out of depression. And like just remember that like where you are is never where you're going to end up. That's beautiful. I'm going to cry. Aww. <laughs> cry. Let it out. <laughs> let it out. That's how um, we'll promote the episode. Burning in hell host cries hysterically on a dating podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Hannah. This has been amazing. Um, thank you so much. I feel like much. it's been so much lighter than our episode previous. So we went from darkness to light as we thought we would. Yes. It always comes full circle. If mm-hmm. you're feeling too light, listen to Burning in Hell again. Um, <laughs> and you will get back to where you were before. Thank you so much. Check out Hannah's podcast. Where can we follow you on Instagram? On Instagram at burning at, at being burns. Sorry, I forgot. Being my... burns with a Z or an S. Z being and then B E R N Z. Great. And what about Twitter? Same thing. Love it. Yeah. Love when you make it easy for us. <laughs> um, and follow us at We Met at Acme. Write us a review. Tell us how much you loved Hannah. Slide into my DMs. Slide into her DMs if you mm. are an eligible bachelor or just a fan. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.